0: Welcome to Transcend Into Wellness, where every week we chat about all things energy, spirituality, human design, and manifestation. I'm your host, Minu, and I'm a transformational life coach and energy healer. I'll be educating you on overcoming your fears, self-limiting beliefs, and raising your vibration so that you may achieve lasting peace and happiness. Welcome back to another week of a new episode in Transcend Into Wellness podcast. I am so happy to be reunited with you guys. I know I have been a little MIA. These past few weeks, they have been kind of an emotional roller coaster. My dog had to have surgery. So it, I had to dedicate a lot of emotional energy into it, guys, like, you know, taking him to the hospital, being there for him uh, for a few weeks, just making sure he's okay. It took away a lot from me. And I'm really happy that I was able to give him that time. And thankfully, he is doing perfectly fine after the surgery. He's doing great. So I am back to recording more episodes for you guys And today we're going to talk about something which is a popular topic, which is intellectualizing your emotions. So people that have gone through traumas in their life, they tend to kind of like avoid their feelings because feeling the feelings is a little bit scary for them. And even those without trauma, those that have had some emotional heartbreaks in their lives they tend to avoid facing how it really feels and so there are a few reasons on why we intellectualize our emotions and some of them and I'm going to talk about some of them and if you do do any of these I'm going to tell you why it's not a good idea to do this towards the end of the podcast so I hope you stay with me till the end all right So the first reason why people intellectualize their emotions is it's almost a coping mechanism. So intellectualizing emotions can be a way for individuals to distance themselves from overwhelming feelings. So by analyzing and dissecting their emotions in a rational and logical way, they create this like mental buffer that allows them to like cope with that experience. And the second thing is a sense of control. Emotions can be unpredictable. And you know, when something unpredictable happens, especially if we have a little bit of control issues um, within ourselves, it can be hard for some people to feel that lack of control when they're faced with these intense emotions. So intellectualizing emotions provides them a massive sense of control. But unfortunately, it's a false sense of control because you can try to control it, but you can't predict the emotions, right? Um, and the third is almost an illusion of self-protection. Some people intellectualize their feelings and emotions as a mean of protection. They may have learned through past experiences that expressing vulnerability or intense emotions can lead to more so of a negative outcome such as rejection or judgment. So because of these like negative experiences, they just um, don't acknowledge how they're feeling. And the fourth is obviously social expectations, which is really sad because expressing emotions openly can be considered as a sign of weakness with some people. So I'm telling you guys, choose who you hang out with. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because you want to be surrounded by friends that empower you however you're feeling however bad the emotion is you want people to help you move through it and not be judged and labeled for it so that's there and then um last reason that I've found is communication and understanding so intellectualizing emotions can aid in communication and self-reflection so sometimes people do that by breaking down and analyzing their emotions to gain a deeper understanding of themselves. But the problem is, yes, you do have a deeper understanding of yourself. But what happens when you do that and get into always trying to understand your emotions is you're not ready to feel them. You're not telling them that they show up because they're valid. Does that make sense? Because like, An excessive amount of intellectualization may lead to a form of a disconnection, if I can say, like an excessive amount, I'm talking about that, you know, from your own emotions and it can hinder like genuine emotional processing. So I've noticed that when people do this, they not only intellectualize negative emotions, they start doing that with every little thing even like micro minor annoyances, because they just shut that down. They just shut that part of their brain down where they feel safe to actually hold space for these emotions and truly feel these emotions. Because I will tell you this from my experience, guys, like the sooner and the deeper you feel an emotion, the sooner and better you can process it. And I have seen this happen over and over again. When you don't feel an emotion and you start intellectualizing it, what you're doing it is it's coming, it's literally going from the heart to the brain. Do you see what I'm saying here? When essentially it's supposed to be in the heart and the more you process these emotions when they're at that level of the heart, maybe you cried out, maybe you journal it maybe you go to kickboxing class and punch that punch that bag many times <laughs> however you feel like processing it right the sooner you process it the better you feel it's that simple anytime in my client sessions when i see a client over analyzing their emotions or intellectualizing their emotions i already know that it's kind of a trauma response And I always say, what is here now? What emotion is really here now? And I'll just ask them to sit with it. And that's something that I do too. I sit with the feeling instead of overly analyzing, why is it here? Why should it be here? I just processed this yesterday. I just talked about this last week. Why is it coming back? You see how much time and energy I'm wasting rather than asking what is here now and how can I sit with this and how can I move through this? So if you know anybody that's intellectualizing their emotions, if you know anybody that's ashamed of feeling their feelings, Please send them this episode so that they no longer have to do that. They can learn to sit with what's coming up. Don't you guys like feel a shift after a good journal entry? Don't you feel a shift when you've really talked to your friend about how exactly you're feeling? Don't you feel a shift after you've had a good cry? Think about it. Why do you feel a shift after this? Because you Have moved through that heavy emotion and you're not intellectualizing it and trying to make it mean anything else. You are sitting with it as it is there. Because this is the thing, guys. We're having a human experience. We are human beings having human, real feelings. So the more you can actually feel them, the sooner you can be free. I'm gonna give you a tiny example and then I'm gonna wrap this episode up. Imagine little kids. Little kids don't care about what other people think. They're in a grocery store throwing a temper tantrum, crying, and then in the next minute, they're happy again. (laughs) They have their little mini tantrums, and then they're so much happier again. They cry it out, they walk it off, and they love so big, and they're so present with you. Why? Because they feel their feelings. They're not sitting and thinking, who's going to judge me? Is this right to be feeling my feelings? I just cried last week. Should I cry again today? No, they're very present with their emotions. They're not judging their emotions. They're sitting right there and feeling their feelings. So let us learn from them. Let's learn from kids. And obviously, I'm not asking you to throw a temper tantrum in the grocery store. But ask yourself, how can I sit with the feeling and emotion, and what is really here now, and how can I hold space for myself. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I will catch you guys really soon. I love you. Feel free to review these podcast episodes if you like them. Feel free to send it to people. Tag me in social media if you like it. I always like to know if I'm making an impact in your life, even one person. I would love to know that. And I'd love to be a part of your breakthroughs. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Transcend Into Wellness podcast. If this episode resonated with you or served you in any way, big or small, make sure to share it on your social media and tag me at Transcendence by Mino. I always love to be a part of any breakthroughs you have. Namaste.